Living the Dream Productions presents Conversations with Kane. episode of Conversations with Kane. I am, of course, your host, Kane Jones, and welcome all you. Uh, thank you all for uh, listening and tuning in. Um, this podcast is on all platforms, um, Spotify, Apple, etc., etc. And from the, the, from the very first episode of season one, I'm on season two now, but on season one, the very first episode, I set out on a mission to really... Find amazing people and guests that I could collaborate with because right now in 2021, I feel like we need to collaborate more than ever. Like-minded people getting together, sharing insights, perspectives, um, and and just talking about what they do, their niche, their field, and uh, really just sharing their story. Um, And we are on season two now. We're almost nearing the end. This is... Uh, episode uh, 24, this will be 24, and um, without further ado, we can jump right in with my guest, uh, Sarah Carell. How are you? Great, thank you, I'm doing well, how are you doing, Kane? I'm fantastic. Now you're a wife, you're a mother, and you're the producer of The Power of Our Story, is that correct? Yes. Awesome. So, talk a little bit about what you do, first off. Okay. Um, So, in 03, I lost a family member to suicide. Mm. Um, That is something I was blindsided. It changed my life. It's when my three boys were little, and then I had a fourth one on the way. Oh, wow. And um, through that journey, through that process of kind of figuring out how do you talk about something like that. Right. You know? Um, in just a community, you know, um, you know, there's so much, uh, there's such a stigma mm-hmm. connected to suicide mm-hmm. and, um, and it's, you know, you kind of go through this, it's a, it's a journey you have to go alone, even though you may have close people, right. you need close people, exactly. but you go through these traumatic events, um, partially alone. You, you become, uh, it changes your life. Mm-hmm. So, so really what happened is through just, you know, many different stories of kind of healing and growing, um, when my kids got older and I felt like I, it was time where I could actually do something with it to mm-hmm. help others, um, it was just that sense that I don't want people to go through this alone. Right. You know, when you go through something that turns your life upside down, when you have some, you know, someone who can, who really understands, who can give you, uh, who can articulate the journey that actually really makes sense to help you give, have the language to share um, kind of what you're going through and you feel connected like you're not the only one, um, that is very empowering. So, so that brought me into going back to school. Um, then I was in class with a veteran, and this is for all veterans, for all first responders, or anybody. Um, if you have a story to tell, 
it only took one guy sharing his story to change my uh, trajectory. Mm -hmm. And that was, oh my gosh, the people that are protecting us are dying by suicide. Mm -hmm. Why? Right. So that brought me into, you know, long story short, you know, I had, there's a lot of hit and misses and then got into the power of our story and very, very simply just created platforms for other protectors, you know, veterans, active duty, uh, law enforcement, um, all these arenas of our protectors that really don't have a place of safety to process their journeys with people who get it, Mm. right? There's no consequence for them in our groups to share how they're doing. So that's what we do. We call it a coughing conversation. Um, I have people that have hit trauma and then have found their way out, are thriving now to encourage the others. And so we have one for first responders, law enforcement. We have one that is faith-based for all protectors. We have one um, more veteran-focused. And then we have Scott Duncan doing a segment on transition because that can be a Mm. very vulnerable time also for our veterans. So Incredible. That, that's it in a nutshell, Caden. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, I'm around cr- incredible people. You're right. Oh, my gosh. They're so inspiring. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Amazing. Um, I'd like to go a little farther, actually. So how did you actually – so how would you? How did you get into that? Like how did you start? that we have now Mm -hmm. well it was uh covid Mm -hmm. (laughs) right okay what do i do now you know Mm -hmm. we all can't leave our places we can't leave our houses to meet yeah you know how and this is probably when really when we need to meet so Mm -hmm. that's where i had to just figure out zoom Mm -hmm. and even for the uh people who are not great with technology you know just with a lot of patience from other people, got yep. that going on Zoom, figured that out, yep. and then it just kept growing. Mm-hmm. And these groups and these people I was connected, connecting with have uh, truly been some of the most inspiring people I have met. Awesome. And so here I was trying to serve others, and right. now I just keep, this is much better than my schooling, right. my counseling education. I'm like, man, you guys are, this is the way to educate. You know, it's yeah. through storytelling and through people's experiences. And then, you know, then connecting that to the language of education. So that's why education is great because it gives you language. But the storytelling really educates the heart. Like, we don't forget mm-hmm. good stories. Right. Stories are really what changes our trajectory in wanting to help people and have empathy, you know. So, yeah. So where do you see the future of this? Do you see, do you see yourself continuing these groups and, um, you know, are you going to still do this in the future? I'm assuming. You know, thank you. That's a great question. And that's what I've been thinking about a lot lately. You know, how do we sustain these groups Yeah. so that more people, like if I can just replicate what I do, mm-hmm. um, what I have noticed that people who have started in our group have now started their own groups, right. which is awesome like i support anybody who does that 
Um, we have all been very collaborative of each other. It's not a competition because we all have the same goal. Right. We have different flavors. Mm -hmm. And um, what I have on my heart right now is I want to be able to get into the grad students, the, the universities who mm. are supportive of our law enforcement and our veterans. I want to be able to have their voices heard, their stories heard by the next generation, by the social workers, the, right. the MSW students and the MFT students, so that they can really understand what trauma looks like, mm. what our protectors really go through. Yes. I, I really feel like the next generation of our healers and social workers are missing out of, in this arena. Mm -hmm. It's been um, not very supportive of this arena. Mm. And I think once they hear the stories of the law enforcement day after day after day, um, of what they have to endure. And mm. then all of them will say, you know, I was fine until I was not fine. Right. Right. And then the veterans, you know, what they have had to go through and then coming out and transition, well, there's no reboot. There, there's no transition. And it's so important because the things that kept them safe downrange are the hindrances of getting them reconnected back to civilian life. Mm. And there's so many things that are really important that really they, we owe them that kind of support. So mm, I want to get into the universities, and that's what I'm working on now. Awesome. Incredible. Very hopeful. Yep. Very hopeful. Yes. Um, with that being said, um, we can conclude here. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, any last words to kind of sum up? Yeah, I just, well, thank you for having me on, Kane. Of course. And I, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, when you see a veteran, you see law enforcement, uh, what I am hearing is thank them for their service, but really ask them, like ask them questions. You know, what did you do in the service? And what did, how, how has transition been for you? Mm -hmm. And is there anything that you need? You know, really having that conversation so we we can help bridge right. that gap, that divide. Mm. Exactly. Oh, that's it. Awesome. Yeah, well, thank you, Kane. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. I'm so glad we could do this. You're one of my favorite people. I love what you're doing, and that's why I tried so hard to get you on here, and you're here. We did it. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kane. I appreciate it. Thank you. Wow. Just... Wow. I mean, the guests, the amazing people that I have on this show every episode are why I do this. Sarah Carell, ladies and gentlemen. Sarah Carell. Pick her up. Follow her. I mean, she is incredible. She is amazing. She's the producer of the power of our story. But above all, she is a wife and a mother. Her story is incredible and what she is doing for others. I mean, for veterans, people, I mean, just anyone. I mean, first responders, 
creating these support groups. I mean, she is incredible. So go follow her. She is amazing. You will not regret it. Sarah Carell has been my guest for this episode, episode 24 of Conversations with Kane. I mean it. Go pick her up. And there's not too many episodes left in season two of Conversations. So stay up to date. Follow me at Kane Jones at K-A-N-E Jones. Follow me so you can stay up to date and stay tuned for more content, more episodes with more fantastic guests that you cannot get anywhere else. Stay tuned because the season is almost over. You don't want to miss this. It's been a wild ride. It's been so much fun to talk to so many incredible and amazing people, creating relationships, connecting with them, hearing their perspectives, views, and insights. And I cannot be any more grateful. It has been amazing. So stay tuned. And above all, stay blessed, thrive, and prosper. Peace. This has been a Living the Dream production. Stuck shit. Stuck shit. Stuck shit.